Welcome to another episode of The Session. I am Timothy T. Jones. What's up, y'all? This is Dwight James Jr. Dwight came with this topic, health is wealth. Dwight, I'm coming out the gate because, you know, you know, we get to talking, man, and 30 minutes are turning to three hours. Why is health? We've talked about purpose and relationships and marriage, but why is health important? Health is critical, Tim, to us fulfilling our purpose. It's hard to fulfill your purpose if you have all these different health challenges. And I know we have a, a mixture of an audience. We have a lot of African-Americans, a lot of Hispanics, different cultures who listen to us. Yeah. But in the African-American community, just as an example, there's some things regarding our health we just like to keep as silent and we like to keep mm-hmm. to ourselves that we struggle with. And that's why I wanted to address this topic, because health is essential if we're going to fulfill our purpose and do what we're created to do. And see, D, when you say that, man, you say fulfill our purpose. I honestly, you know, I swear I, I can almost hear people, you know, as they're listening to this, there are people who don't see the relation. Here they go. Timothy and Dwight always talking about some, you know, purpose. L- let, let me break what he just said down a little bit. No matter what you were created to do, no matter what your assignment is on earth, some of y'all don't use all your sick leave already. <laughs> like, that's what we're talking about. Yeah. Like, you know, you get you get all your new sick leave January 1st, hypothetically. Some of y'all by March 3rd, you don't use all of it because you don't got influenza, <laughs> you got the flu, that asthma uh, kicked your up. diabetes is acting up, you ain't taking your insulin, you got gout, That's <laughs> you, can't even, you can't even dance and shout in church because you got gout. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're talking about. We're having fun because we want oh, you to laugh at goodness. yourself, just like we laugh at ourselves, and we'll tell you guys later on in the episode about what we're doing, what adjustments we need to make, yes. but when I hear Dwight say, purpose. I just want you guys to know we're not overusing that word. You cannot do what you were created to do if you're in the ICU. There you go. It's, it's, it's going to be a challenge. Right. <laughs> I don't want to make no more jokes. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So um, now, now, D, you know, we'll, we'll get a little bit more personal because, you know, we, we have fun and I know the viewers, they laugh too. Everybody has a sense of humor. But some of this has hit close to home for us and people listening. Yeah. You know, they've taken personal losses, whether it be their spouse, um, their, their child, unfortunately, which is not a laughing matter, um, you know, their, their parents. I know I'm thinking of people right now that I communicate with. And I mean, they're widows and widowers um, because of, uh, of loss that was premature. Um, you know, people dying in their... 20s and 30s and 40s that's premature yeah and guys as you're listening i want to share something quickly with you my mother you know those of you that are familiar with me whether you follow me on social media or not um she passed away in 2017 and here's the thing that my sister and i were talking about we were at the graveside this year you know just reminiscing and you know we both expressed that we were disappointed We weren't angry at her because, you know, she's gone now and, you know, she's in heaven. But when she was on life support, the doctor came in and showed us a uh, x-ray and said, you know, he was wondering why everybody was sad. 
And I mean, he knew, you know, we were sad because our mother was on life support, but he was wondering why we were like in shock. And he said, well, haven't you guys seen this mass on her lungs? We were like, what are you talking about? And he showed us the x-ray and he said that she had been diagnosed with lung cancer, you know, over a year before that. And she didn't tell us. And so when we, my father and I, when we came home, we were going through her stuff because, you know, a lot of times, you you know, you got your stuff, your 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 closet, you know, nobody messes with your stuff. Well, when you're gone, everybody going to go through your stuff. And we started finding all of these letters from the hospital that said your organs are shutting down. And she was hiding the letters. And they were saying, you know, you're having ki- kidney failure now. And now, you know, as a result of you having sickle cell, and we were like, sickle cell? We didn't even know this stuff. So my point in sharing something so personal with you about my mother, who I love dearly, I'm not mad at her for not telling us, we were disappointed because it didn't give us a chance. We felt robbed of the opportunity to encourage her to seek certain treatments or, you know, to make certain adjustments that may have prolonged her life. I only share that with the listeners so that, you know, there may be people right now that are dealing with health health challenges. Tell the people you love. They only want to help. They want to be involved. There's no, you know, I know, like Dwight, you said, in the African-American community, there's so many secrets. And sometimes it's almost like a sign of weakness to go see a therapist or a sign of weakness to go see a psychologist or even a sign of weakness to tell people what the doctor's report is. We got to change the way we think because it's not weakness. We are soliciting support and people around you love you and they want to help. You're absolutely right. It's, I don't know why, but you know, in our community, Tim, it's like you said, it is, it is a sign of weakness. It's a sign of weakness to even go see the doctor. That's true. And you know, my dad, you know, passed away November of last year, 2018 um, you know, he was a physician and when he had health challenges, we had to fight, literally fight with him to go see a physician. Mm-hmm. And he would say, Oh, I, I'm no, I ain't going. All they're going to tell me is this, that, and the other. Okay. Well, since you already know what they're going to say, what do we do about it? All oh, that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so you develop this, um, and you don't even have to be a physician. You could be whatever it is. Yeah. But we develop this mindset where we don't like to go to the dentist. We don't like to go to the physician. We don't like to go anywhere where someone else can tell us about ourselves. What is that rooted in? That's a good question. I think it's rooted just in this aspect of I have to be, you know, like, the strong one, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, is it, why is it a sign of weakness? And, you know, for those of you who are listening to this podcast, maybe you can drop in a comment somewhere and let us know your thoughts on this, but why is it a sign of weakness for someone to sit down with a therapist or sit down with a physician, a dentist, a chiropractor, whatever it may be, and mm-hmm. say, listen, I need help. Come on now, you took the words out of my mouth. You know, because we, like, you know, you, your family, your siblings were disappointed. When my dad passed, we were, I don't know if the word's disappointed, we were just like, man, I wish there was more we could do. 
Mm-hmm. And it, it's, I wish, uh, you know, he would have listened or, you know, you're not upset, you're not angry, you know, we hold no bitter, bitterness, resentment or things like that. But it's like, man, you know, Tim, I forget, you've told me before, I just forgot how old your mom was when she passed, but my dad was 70. And, yeah, my mom was 72. Yeah, you know, um, young you know what I mean? I mean, still, yeah. still traveling, still, you know, practicing medicine all day long, every single day. Yeah. And, you know, you just, your body shuts down. We have to do better uh, taking care of ourselves. And now this is not addressed to just the African-American community. Sure. No one is exempt from this podcast. No Everybody has to take better care of themselves. Well, D, when you start talking about like going to the doctor, or excuse me, not going to the doctor, not going to the therapist, not going to the dentist. What I hear when you say stuff like that is like a family cycle. You know, like this is what, because sometimes their dad didn't go That's to right. the dentist. I'm going to tell you something that probably you won't even believe, but you can call my brothers and they will tell you. One time we went to visit our grandfather. Now our grandfather was born in 1909 on a plantation in Texas. Even after slavery was abolished, a lot of people stayed on the plantation and it was like they worked for master. Right. And so I, I'm saying that for a reason because his thought process, we came to visit him one day. We were kids. This dude is sitting in his front yard drinking whiskey with, a, with pliers in his hand, pulling his teeth. Wow. Let that sink in for a minute. Instead of going to the dentist, he was pulling the tooth, you know, and numbing it with the whiskey. Yeah. You guys may say, oh, you're making that up. Please. Yeah. I wish I was making it up. But when I think about family cycles, when I think about not going to the dentist, not going to the doctor, not going to see a therapist, Dwight, how do we change family cycles? Like when it comes to like us and our families and our children? We change it. That's a great question. We change it by re- reversing what we've seen. In other words, I just went to the doctor. I went to the doctor a few weeks ago by the time this podcast airs. And I did like a full physical type deal. You know, Mm -hmm. I had never had, now my dad was a physician, but I had never really had a a real physical in my life. Wow. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like when growing up playing sports and things like that, you know, you're supposed to get the, you're supposed to get the physical and all that. Right. You know, mine used, I would just get signed off and, you know, take, take it to coach and keep on going. Yeah. I did this physical and I'm 35 years old, Tim. I went and did a physical the other day and, you know, the doctor did like the full physical. So, you know, he asked me to, you know, drop my shorts that I'm looking at him. Yeah, like, yeah, and cough as he what? grabbed your sack. Yeah, you know, he got to, <laughs> you know, this might be TMI. He got to like, you know, grab it. And I was like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, hold on now. Because you never had a physical. <laughs> never until now. And so how do we change that cycle? We change it by doing the stuff that we're supposed to do and not yeah. being afraid of being, quote unquote, weak if yeah. we have to address our issues. The only way now, I mean, this is going to get deep way off more so than health. But how do we how do we as African-Americans or we as a culture, as far as people get to the place we are now in society? And it's because of these secrets. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We don't want to discuss uh, the pain that has happened to us as people in this yeah. country. We don't want to discuss, uh, you know, the pain of the past, the pain of the present. We just want to push it under under the rug and act like it doesn't exist. Well, the only thing that happens when you keep shoving stuff under the rug is that now you have a big lump. There's yeah. nothing, nothing else happens. We have to address this stuff if we're going to move forward. Well, D, when you talk about changing, you know, uh, family cycles and us starting with us, um, you know, it makes me think about, you know, a couple of years ago when I was going through a divorce and my daughters had lost two grandparents in the same, like a lot happened in that one year. Their grandmother on their mother's side passed away. My mother passed away. They're going through a divorce. They have to move. The dog can't come with, you know, them. Uh, moving from the house, had to get rid of the dog. So there was a lot of pain that was that was happening at once, which I understand that is life. In life, we do have painful situations. But here's the thing that I sat down and asked them. I said, Chanel, Tiffany, if if somebody walked into the house right now and they shot me and ran away and I was on the floor bleeding, who would you call? I said, would you call a pastor? And they were like, no. And I was like, who'd you call? They were like, 911. I was like, exactly. So that the ambulance can come <laughs> get me and take me to the hospital where a medical doctor. Now, I want the pastors and the uncles and the cousins and the brothers and the sisters, I want them all to come visit me. But I need to go into surgery ASAP because that person is trained to do their job and to save my life. So I told them that when it comes to mental health, this is when I was talking to them, me and their mother were talking to them about them going to get therapy. And they were they were against it because they said, well, we think that just crazy people go. I said, well, no, 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 no. We go there because they're trained in the area of mental health to help you with that. So to Dwight's point about, you know, changing family cycles and, and looking at things differently, whether it be a physical doctor like Dwight went and got a physical or a dentist, go get your teeth cleaned, which I'm overdue for, uh, or a therapist. These people are trained to help us. Not only is it not a sign of weakness, it's a sign of wisdom. It is. And you know what, as far as changing that family cycle, we have to understand as people of faith that it is okay to seek help Mm -hmm. in different arenas. It is not wrong to seek the advice of a doctor. It is not wrong. You're not going to go to hell if you seek the help of a therapist. Okay. We, and that's part of that, Tim, where we have developed this mindset where I'm just going to believe God. I'm going to believe in the supernatural to help me with this situation. There's someone you and I both know a few years ago who passed away from who was young, I think she was in her 40s, she passed away because she refused to take her medicine. Now, Mm -hmm. medicine might be the source of your healing. You're you're trying to get well, you're trying to feel better, but you don't want to take the necessary steps to do it. And so a lot of times we cut ourselves short uh, physically as far as life expansion or mentally because we don't want to take that extra step and yeah. seek the help 
whether it's through medicine, you know, different uh, physicians, things like that. Yeah. So, I mean, that part is important. Changing the cycle means opening up our awareness and being more aware of the help that is out there and not mm-hmm. being afraid to seek it out. Well, Dwight, you've always, not just in regards to, to health or even finances, because that's your thing as well, you've always been that voice in my ear about being practical. Hmm. And so when I think about that, I think about your dad too, because I mean, you and I have actually been, even though he was your father, you and I have actually been to seminars where he was teaching people about how to eat. Yeah. He was talking about the things that we can control. We can control what we eat. We can control how much sleep we get. We can control, um, you know, certain things that we drink. We can control those things that we cannot control everything, but how we take care of our bodies. He was just a very, he was an advocate for personal accountability. When it comes to like eating, and I remember things that your dad shared, and I know that we're not specifically zeroing in on one particular diet, but eating to live instead of uh, living to eat, what are some of your personal challenges or personal uh, solutions that you can help people with when it comes to like what we eat and what we shouldn't be eating? You know, I mean, that's a great question. I I deal with that constantly. Uh, And even in my own personal life, Tim, you know this, I have yo-yoed i've been on this like yo-yo with like weight i guess or or dieting you know i'll i'll do a diet and you know shred real quick and then i'll get off of it and i blow up like a balloon and then i shred again you know and my my thing is this is there one particular diet that works better than all the others and scientifically or practically like you say i do the answer Mm -hmm. is no the diet that works is the one you stick to. Mm-hmm. And now the reasons that we struggle as far as dieting is because we just don't stick to them. Now, yeah. that's not a bash on anybody. That's, you know, myself, I'm guilty of that as well. Now, I do, you know, like I follow a ketogenic type of diet where, you know, I'm eating a lot of, you know, Lean protein, meats, protein, yeah. different things like that. Now, that particular diet is not for everybody. Right. You know, uh, I got a friend who is on this diet and has done very well. I got another friend. She tried the diet and got sick. And the mm. doctor told her, do not follow this plan. She went, exactly. the, she went the vegetarian route and is living her best life. So. Yeah. There's not one particular plan, I think, that works better than some of the others, but you got to find what works for you and don't really look at it as a diet. It's a lifestyle change. Yeah. See, because a diet is restrictive. Yeah, exactly. It's like abstinence. It's like abstinence. Exactly. But diets are restrictive. And so when you're restricting yourself, you're thinking, okay, I can't eat cookies for 30 days. I got to lay off the chips for 21 days. Well, as soon as them 21 days is up, your clock ticks and says, okay, now I can go eat the chips now and all that. But if it's a lifestyle change, you're trying to um, reduce those cravings and change the way you eat, not as a diet, but as a way of life. 
Exactly. And it's almost like when you talked about a budget and then you were like, you know what, a spending plan, because people looked at the word budget as restrictive. And guys that are listening, when we talk about health and, and fitness, and we'll get to that in a minute, um, what we're saying about living, you know, uh, eating to live as opposed to living to eat, like I'll be personal as opposed to me giving you guys any type of instruction at all. I have struggled. I did keto for a while and I'm not doing it right now. What I've tried to do now is because keto is like very strict when it comes to protein. Yeah. But I've incorporated some fruit and some vegetables. For me, I need to eliminate certain things. It's yes. not so much like I can only eat chicken and steak and that's it. Yeah. What I don't need to be eating is donuts. Yes. <laughs> I, I don't need to be eating processed sugars and drinking soda, etc. But when but when I say eat to live, I want energy. I'm 45. I want energy. I want to be strong. Uh, I want to be productive. You know, if you're falling asleep, hypothetically, if that's your issue, if it's weight gain or listlessness, being lethargic, falling asleep, are you getting enough sleep? What are you eating? If you're eating a lot of sugars, sugars give you a, a quick high and then they bring you down. So, Whatever, I love what Dwight, Dwight, when you said the girl tried keto and it made her sick, well, there are people who are advocates for keto and they would say, well, she needs to try it again. Mm -hmm. It's not for everyone. No. You need to find out what works for you and then stick with it. Tim, there's so many different options. There's one, uh, Crystal and I have done, you know, the paleo, paleo diet. And then, yes. you know, um, someone was telling me the other day, there's a book called eating for your blood type, where depending yeah. on your blood type, there are certain things you should eat and should not eat. Now, period. Um, I mean, there's so many different options, but the point is eat to live, don't live to eat. Listen, you know, I'm, I'm down here in the South right now, and mm. that sweet tea is killing us. Okay, I'm going to just put that out there. Sweet tea. Sweet tea is killing us. I'm, I'm in the gas station the other day. I'm in the gas station the other day. And I see this, uh, this lady, you know, God help her. She, she has like, you know, she's like an amputee. Like, what, like or they, you could tell they had just recently um, kind of cut off a piece of her arm. Mm. And you know, she fussing in the in the gas station because the little the sweet tea container is empty. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she fussing. Wait, I thought y'all had the sweet tea. The sweet tea supposed to be over here. Why the sweet tea? I'm thinking, lady, that's why <laughs> they about they, to take your whole keep, left <laughs> keep it up. They're going to take them toes next. OK, <laughs> now, granted, I know, you know, we're making light, but this is for real. No, man, it's like, serious business. We. When I got when I first got here, Tim, I put on probably 10 to 15 pounds in a quick matter of time, because when I left California, I came to Atlanta first and then just ate up. That's Southern cuisine. Oh, my no Jesus. Joke. Ate up everything there and then got got here and was learning all kind of restaurants and all kind of places that I had never heard before. And I quickly had to like bounce back and be like, if I don't change, I'm not going to be here very long. Yeah. <laughs> D, when you talk about stuff like that, see, now we're getting into like the culture and like in this, he already said it, guys, this is not for African-Americans. This is for everybody. We have been 
groomed and conditioned. Just think about this. What do we do with our child when they turn one on their birthday? We reward them with cake. With a big old cake. And we reward them with ice cream. Guys, you can be 40 years old and say, guess what, honey? I got a promotion. Let's go celebrate. And most of the celebrations is going to put us in a diabetic coma. That's it. It's going to put us... It's going to put you in a restaurant. And then the thing is, Tim, on your note, when you go to a restaurant and there's a big group of people, what does the waiter or waitress always ask you? What are we celebrating? Because because uh, um, it's, this is not African-American. This is it's American. Not, no, this is everybody. This is everybody in the U.S. We were conditioned to celebrate with food. Absolutely. Guys, when we say eat to live, we're saying you got to individually. Now, now you want your spouse and your children. They'll all follow you. Yes. But it starts with you. You got to condition yourself when you celebrate. Find other creative ways than to send yourself. I, I, I got a cousin. I'll say this quick because we're running out of time. My cousin, he's going to laugh when he hears this. I'm not going to say his name, but he's going to laugh. Man, we went to his house. He cooked, and then he made these cookies. This was years ago. And a, about 10 minutes after we ate, we couldn't find him. And he had fallen down. I mean, he laid down in front of the couch, but there were so many different chairs and couches. And his wife said, oh, he's got the itis. <laughs> we just yeah. started laughing. Yeah. Because it's like Thanksgiving. You, you eat yourself into a coma. That's it. Guys, you're going to eat yourself into a coffin if you keep it up. And that includes me. Oh, that includes true. Dwight. We got to do better that's if true. we want to live better. Tim, you and I, and it started as once a week. And this kind of goes into uh, get out and get moving. So we'll just bounce around. But it started once a week. But then it started to be two, three times a week. You and I was making them three-mile hikes up the mountain. Up a mountain. And to stay healthy. You know what I mean? Like, you you have to get out, get moving. Now, you may not be able to do a three-mile hike or things like that. But listen, exercise is so important now. Yes. Your your eating is one component of it, but fitness and exercising is that second part that combined gives you that healthy lifestyle that you're looking for. We have to get out and exercise. I don't care what city you're in where you're listening to this. Most cities sponsor a 5K, a 10K, uh, three, four times a year. If you're in a city that has one, I mean... Get out there, you know, walk with other people. They have breast cancer awareness walks. Mm-hmm. Tim, there's so many different ways, but yes. we got we to gotta do better. Yeah, man. And guys, even though we only have a few minutes left, I mean, the way you hit it, the get out, get moving. Um, and, and, and when he talked about his physical, I think it bears repetition. Go get regular checkups. Yes. And if you are married, now there's a lot of single people like me, and you just got to do it because you got to do it. You don't have anybody coaching you or encouraging you, so no excuses. But if you have loved ones that are, um, you know, anti going to the doctor or the dentist or getting checkup or even therapy, and you know that they've had traumatic circumstances in their life and, and, and the way that they're, the results that they're dealing with right now is because of their internal issues, we encourage you and the people around you to go get help. It doesn't make you weak. It makes you wise. And when Dwight talks about the three-mile hikes that he and I used to do, 
I mean, D, you already know this. It got to the point where I didn't, I wasn't really thinking about how arduous that climb was going to be. I was thinking about, I was looking forward to the conversation with you. Right. So find stuff to do with people you love. Get out and, and start doing outdoor activities with your, your children. It doesn't always have to be, all right, guys, you guys did great on your grades. Let's go to the movies. Go to the movies and don't stop going out to eat, but go hiking, go on a bike ride. Now, D, I almost killed you when I took you to Huntington Beach <laughs> and, and, and got them bikes. Yeah. And I said, D, we're about to go on a bike ride. And, and when we get to the end, we're going to eat at this restaurant. Guys, let me tell you about Dwight. Because going, going to the restaurant, we were kind of going downhill. It was like a slight decline. And he coasted, and we got down there and ate. And um, he's like, all right, well, it's time to go back. We got back on them bikes. I looked at him about seven times. I turned around and looked. Dwight almost went home to be with Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> that was, now that, that bike ride, that was a 15-mile ride. Yes, it was. You know, up and back. I mean, that was a good ride. And... So we bring this thing into sight, some practicality, even if you don't do the, the 5K or the different types of yeah, walk. start somewhere. Start somewhere. Park park away from the store, like the furthest and walk. that you can find, and walk. If you got to go up uh, to the second floor of a building, take the take stairs. The stairs. That's you know good. what I mean? Like, don't take the elevator. Just take the stairs and things like that. But you got to get out. You got to get moving. And then another tip is this. The pain you feel in your body trigger or it's an alarm that something is wrong. If mm -hmm. you're feeling pain, don't ignore those red flags. Go get checked out. You know, mm -hmm. you know, oh, my grandmama, my grandmama used to have knee, this pain in her knee and my mama had this pain in her knee and now I have it. Well, go find out why. Yeah. And let's try to do something about it. You yeah. know, we got to do better. So, I mean, we're here. We're here for you. We're always mentioning books. There's, you know, I mentioned the eating for your blood type. There's different uh, paleo books, keto books. I mean, whatever it is that helps you and for, you know, so we don't get in trouble from the PETA people. There are vegetarian options and vegan options. Whatever works for you, you just have to do it and stick with it. Yeah, and like Chris Rock said, we'll close with this. In the black community, tussin, Robitussin is not the solution. Just put some, give them some tussin. No, take your behind to the hospital. Hey, man, on behalf of Dwight James Jr., I'm Timothy T. Jones, and this is The Session. Subscribe to our YouTube page by clicking the link below. There you'll find links to our Facebook and Instagram pages. Make sure you turn on your notifications so that you don't miss any future episodes. So until next time, thanks for tuning in to the session.